Chevalier Mortgage. You can call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578 or visit dnvrmortgage.com where you can get signed up for a free consultation and to discuss all of your options as well as get free DNVR merch. Check it out today. I'm sure you've heard about the great mortgage rates out there right now, but Mike and Virginia are not your typical mortgage company. Yes, they do have the phenomenal rates, but what makes them different is that Mike is a certified financial planner and looks at so much more than just rate when designing your home loan. Plus, they're a small family-owned company just like us here at DNVR, so you'll always feel like a person and not a number. Again, head on over to dnvrmortgage.com and check them out today. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR to get amazing odds boosts every single day when you sign up for a new account. I'm your host, Rudo, joined by AJ, Jesse, and Blaze to talk about a game. Let's be real. I don't think very many people are happy with the abs in this game. And I don't think you should be. Because this was a game, 35 minutes into it, that the abs should win easily. And... 55 minutes into it, it was a game that the Avs completely collapsed in. Now, by some grace of the hockey gods, they managed to get a point out of it anyway. But this was not a good game for Colorado. This was not a game that you'd feel good about for Colorado. You end up in an overtime, which we'll get to, which was a kind of a disaster also. But uh, look... I know, AJ, I know you hate to go down this path on the pod, but I'll do it. The it's effort fine. The, it's fine tonight. the I mean, effort level from five minutes left in the second period to when the Avs remembered that you have to score goals to win a hockey game was completely unacceptable. It, you just cannot take 20 minutes off in an NHL game and expect to be competitive, let alone win the game. And the Avs got up two goals and just stopped playing hockey. They legitimately just did not continue to try. And I don't know what else to say about it. Help me out. I mean, I think I think that this shows that, you know, the floor of the team right now is really low. Yeah. When they, because you look at last year's team, when they played poorly, like they were uh, in games, you know, like they, they lost a couple of games going away late in third periods sure. and stuff, but like they were in some games, right? Uh, the floor of this team, and like, look, you can you can both acknowledge, like, they're missing a lot of guys. Definitely, they're missing a lot of important guys. Where some of these cats are not going to be playing roles for you when you're fully healthy, close to healthy. Like, but but also that you know that you're going to have injury problems, and that you need to be able to rely on some of these guys to play just passable hockey for you. The abs are the abs are in a position right now where they're not healthy and they're trying to survive yep they're just trying to get through a rough stretch where hopefully that they can get healthy hopefully they can get something going sometimes it just never happens for a team and they never get in gear but right now i mean you're just talking about a team that when they are disengaged when they are when they turn the brain off and they stop moving their feet and they just stop playing they're really bad whoa well, and, and dude, for me, t tonight was sorry, Rudy. No, 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 you're good. Fully, but like th to me, my issue with them tonight had nothing to do with personnel. You can Agreed. absolutely yeah. acknowledge Agreed. they for, have for the most right. part. We'll get to we'll, we'll get, get to the goalie right, in a right. bit. We'll get to a goalie that yeah. shouldn't. We'll, we'll but, get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. We'll get there. But even that, like honestly, even that, and we were talking about this 
while the game was going on. I have so many issues before you can even get to the goalie as yep. far as just the effort. And that, to me, has been something that has been different this year than we ever saw. Again, to your point, I'm sure there's a game or two that I, you know, you kind of forget from last season. Because it was a game or two. Right, right, It right. wasn't a consistent it thing. Wasn't this a this yeah. is now nine games in, and I haven't seen them compete to that effort level once. So forget the injuries, forget who's playing with who, forget the fact that you got, you know, Jacob McDonald playing it forward for like, you know, three or four games in a row. You got Curtis McDermott who, you know, you hate to pile on a guy, but that guy is someone who really, really, I just don't see him as an NHL caliber yeah. player. Before you get to all that, the fact that you got Nathan McKinnon out, Nathan McKinnon out there coasting around as much as he did, he had a play there near the end that we all almost you know jumped off this yeah. balcony. It's like, what are you doing? That's just dumb. That's yeah. just dumb, lazy it, hockey. Every player not named Bowen Byram took 15 minutes off in this hockey game. Yeah, yeah. and it's not okay. And, 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 and honestly, funny, like with Byram, we'll, we'll we'll get to it, but crushed in shot metrics. Yeah, yeah. even Got he even he was was dominated well, in and, that and, sense. But and, at least the effort was there. And yeah. even him, and and I and I know we'll get to this. You know the the fourth goal in particular, but you know say whatever you want about the goal, just the way that he comes off that bench and he's trying to close that gap and he stops moving his feet yeah. at the blue line. It's like you are trying to get back into a play. Yeah. At no point should you be coasting and reaching. Just, you know, even someone who I thought was very good tonight, he he had you know easily his his biggest point night of his NHL career. He had moments where it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Genuinely, I I think every player on the ice tonight for the Abs needs to take a look at themselves and go, oh, just watch the tape. Yeah. I mean, the puck battles, it was ridiculous. Fire up the tape, five minutes left in the second period, and just let it run yeah. until they're down 4-2. Mm-hmm. And say... And even beyond many, that, many, even beyond that, they were trying to get back into a game, and, and you know, we were talking, Rudo... Columbus was like, "Cool, we'll just trap in this neutral zone. You're not, yeah. you're not, you're not working hard enough to beat us to any pucks. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's it's from the time they go down from the, from the five minutes left in the second period up until they win a couple faceoffs with an empty net. That was just that was just was unacceptable effort, regardless of who's in your lineup." You could have even more injuries, and this group you do. should be You have more injuries. Martin Cow yeah. got hurt in this yeah. game and didn't return. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we always talk that there are two NHL teams on the ice, right? Yep. Yeah. And we always make sure that, like, hey, there's another team out there full of NHL players that also dictate games. And and Columbus and genuinely tonight, outworked at the Avs well, when and, it mattered. And and tonight, I mean, today, when it mattered, I mean, they... they Columbus, I mean, they weren't getting housed or anything, but they were getting beat through, yeah. two, through what should have been two full periods. Thirty-five minutes of this game, yeah. the Avs were the better team. They yep. were getting, they were getting beat. They were getting, you know, they were getting worked. But it was like a, it was a competitive game. But it was clear, it was also clear, like, hey, the Avs are, the Avs are just gonna, they're just a little, they're a step ahead right yeah. now. Yeah. And then, like, they get a good, you know, Columbus gets a good break. A goal goes in off of the skate, and you're just like, okay. And it's 2-1. Uh, off, and an, it's, off of an extended shift, yeah, and you're, yeah. you know, it's... The Avs got outplayed on a shift, and that's fine. Yeah, and it was like, it was like, ah, oh, they got caught. They got, you know, basically, we we watched the replay, and I'm... I, Believe I called out all five guys for either a losing a battle, yeah. turning either, a puck over. A, yeah. yeah, it was either a turnover or a lost battle, or being too slow, too lazy, too gassed, whatever, to get somewhere. And then they get, you know, they get a they get a good break. It was a, you make your own luck kind of situation. 
where you just keep working and working and working and you get something good happens to you. And emotionally, Colorado completely fell apart yep. from that point on. They cratered. Oh, they I came mean, out they, in the third. They were lethargic. I mean, they, they, you could see they, they lose the opening face off. Gerard kind of half ass goes and, and chases things down, and you're just like, okay, this already doesn't look right. great. Right. Like, you, you already, you're, you're one, you're, you're 10 seconds into the third, and you already look like you have no jump. Yeah. Like, you're not, like, you're not protecting lead. And this has continued, this has been a problem this year that they can't have clean third periods. They're not getting through third periods without problems. But since, they held their lead in game one against Chicago. Yeah. And every lead they've had since then has and that been... And that got tense. It, it got closer yeah. than it needed to be. And every lead since then has been the Avs walking on pins and needles. Yeah. Trying to hold on to it. Multiple of them completely a, blown. A team a team completely afraid to make a mistake. Yep. And when you... That's when, what it looks like, When yeah. you play that way, you inevitably create a self-fulfilling prophecy yep. where you make a mistake, something bad happens to you, it reinforces how you felt about the situation going in, and you don't have any confidence in that spot. How is it that a team that played all of last season with the lead and and lost, genuinely lost one game all year where they went into the third period with a lead, only lost one game, and this year they just can't not get through a third period yeah. without problems? It, 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 it honestly, man, it, it looks to me like it's it's the old, you know, sports cliche of they look like they're trying not to lose instead of trying to win. Yep, they, they they're getting these. They're not leads. even getting to that point though. Like they're getting, they're 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 giving up leads. Giving I'm just saying in general across so an entire game. So quickly in the third period that right. it's just like. Well, that's what I'm saying. Across Jesus, the entire man. game. That's that's honestly the perfect way to sum up this season for me. There's been something missing from their game, and I haven't been able to like put my finger on it. Like there's less jump, or I can't figure out what it is. And that's what it is, man. Just, like they're they're not going no out there to win, now. and they're they're going out there like, okay, well, let's let's not lose tonight. Well and that's a losing mentality that we saw this organization have for ten years. Is, I thought we were beyond the it. The thing is it didn't feel like they went out tonight and said, Let's not lose. It felt right. like they came out for a period and a half and said Right, but we're but, gonna be beat this team. But once they got that lead, they 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 just stopped. Their whole attitude changed. They packed it in and they were like, we're good. And you know what? When you're playing like seven AHL guys in your lineup, you're not good enough for that shit. You're playing your third goaltender. You're not good enough for that. And And the the, the Avalanche just have to, they've got to figure out because I think emotionally they're fractured. Just had a question about, are they, uh, did Vegas ruin us? I don't think Vegas ruined Colorado, but I think that the, I think emotionally they changed them. And it's on Colorado. They Colorado doesn't have an identity. Part of that right now is that they're not healthy I, and that they've got a lot of bodies coming in and out. There's a lot of different things going on. Some of this is out of their control. But what is in their control? They are not controlling. So this is where this is where it's like five things are true at once. Yeah. And it's hard to point your finger at one thing. It's easy to say, oh, they've got all these days off. Why is Johansson even playing? Oh, they've got this. Why is this happening? Oh, they've got this. Why is this happening? But it's just, you're playing whack-a-mole but with your problems it, right now. Thing, and you're you're losing. The thing to me is all those problems don't matter if the Avs play a full 60. Well, and, and no team has ever in the history I know, of the I get it. played a I full get it. 60. Plenty of it teams doesn't have, happen. Plenty of teams no, but, have not taken an entire fucking period right, off. Right, 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 this right, is the yeah. thing. Like, there are teams that come back. Things happen. You know, you look at... 
the way that the Avs ran through St. Louis last week, and even then the Blues pushed back. They went, you know, sure. it, it ended up a 4-3 game, but sure. you're like, there, you know, there were circumstances there. You, I, I didn't mind that so much. That wasn't, it wasn't like they took their foot off the gas and all right. of a sudden they packed it in. And it like, this was controllable. This was, this is a situation where the things that were in their control, they stopped controlling. They gave up on themselves. They gave, and, and this is, and I'm going to, I'm going to make a bit of a leap here. When Bednar didn't take Kadri's side in the presser, yeah. it stood out as a huge red flag to me. You don't fight for your guys, but you're going to go out there and ask them to fight for you. And I wonder, is there a is little this starting quid to pro slip? quo here? Yeah. Is it starting to slip a little bit where they're not going out there and they're not fighting through everything? I, they're not fighting through everything. They're not dedicated to the details. They're not committed to yeah. all of this because they maybe don't feel like the guy behind the bench has their back right now. Let me. And this is, again, this is a big leap yeah, to make. Yeah. Before, and I get it, but this is where those problems I, start. I appreciate your comment, and I want to get into this, but I think it's going to tie in a little bit more to the goalie situation, so I want to hold off on that for a second. Fine with me. And I want to go to Blaze, and I want to take one breath here and say the Avs got a point tonight. Yeah, luckily. Do, does... How much does that point matter? Obviously, in the standings, every point counts. But if you're in the locker room tonight as an Avs player. You know you didn't do well enough. But does that point do anything for you? I mean, it's got to do a little bit for him because, I mean, if you walk out of there losing by two goals after being up by two goals, that's going to destroy a locker room. There's a lot of questions to be answered. Now, again, can't take off that much time out on the ice. They did fight back. Luckily, like, I thought they were going to lose when Mac made that pass over to... Gustav Nyquist. Yeah, <laughs> right on his tape. It looked great. With a wide open net, and luckily he missed it. And they finally, you know, tied it up, but there's got to be some positives of fighting back, but see, see, again... I, I, I disagree. I, I, think I don't that, think it's I, a positive. I think the only thing, if you are in that locker room genuinely, the only thing that you can say maybe if you're Bowen Byram is like, okay, well... We, we, we tied it up. Yeah. Like, you should not feel good about that point. That that point should honestly piss you off even more. Like, if I'm in that locker room, like, that's just – it's just unacceptable. The fact that you came out of that with anything less than two points. Like, like the one point is just to, like, keep yourself from, like, walking out in the middle of I-25. <laughs> like, that's all that that should do for that locker room. Like that, nobody out there right now. <laughs> like, like – It's going to get a nice breeze when the car goes flying by you. <laughs> like, honestly, that, that, that just – that just wasn't good enough, period. And I know that, that that's what analysis, right? But, like, that to me, there's so many things you can point at. You know, AJ, I, th I think you made a good comment there of, like, this was one of those nights where, you know, nothing is mutually exclusive. There were so many things that went wrong in that period. There's five different problems on every goal before the puck even crosses the line. And, and that, to me, is where the issue is. And the fact that you had to desperation claw back into a game that you, sh that you had control of at one point. Like, nobody should feel good about that. Your, your, your team leadership, they're, you know, they're not doing their job. McKinnon, the team goes as McKinnon does. And when you're watching him coast around out there making team passes to nobody. Team didn't go as McKinnon nobody, did tonight. No. Team went as Byram did tonight. I, really, I I disagree. Uh, I think I think Byram kind of went in spite of the team. <laughs> seriously, drag them kicking and screaming to some extent. But yeah, I, honestly, you're. 
I'll give you that in the 20 minutes of pain, <laughs> whatever we want to call it. The team certainly win as McKinnon did. Well, I, and I just, I just think that is kind of like a general theme for this team spanning the last few seasons is when that guy's moving his feet, when he's playing, even on nights where he doesn't have it, that's where other guys down the lineup pick up the slack. And I think that's where they've kind of feasted the last couple of years. When you see the guy that everyone is supposed to be looking to, the guy who's supposed to set the tone in the locker room, you know, at practice, at games, and he's out there making plays the way that he did tonight, it's just, it's, it's just not good enough. It, it, it genuinely felt, and I think both of you kind of beat around this or, or, or we're getting to this point. The Avs got up 2-0 in this game, and the top-end talent that was actually in the lineup shifted into, ah, we have enough talent. This yep. game is over mode. So, but the talent isn't there right now. But And then everybody followed, to yeah, your right, point. Right, like right. With these guys that are, you know, your bottom five, six, yeah. right? Whatever yeah. you want to call it. Converse on your top line. That guy was barely on their fourth line a year ago. Yeah. And he's on their top line. Right. But you don't have guys like there was no pursuit for the puck. There was no forecheck going on for that 20 minute span. Yeah. Like we were like, we're, we're, what's going on right now? Columbus had all the time in the world to set up. Yep. Time to get to the pucks. Like they would shoot, puck would go in the corner. They would beat the abs to the corner when they weren't even the closest (laughs) man to the puck. Right. And, and you know what's honestly crazy? Like when you when you look at the Avs lineup, effort is the one thing that should not be an issue right now. Absolutely. You have a bunch of fringe guys right. that are looking to That's carve out time, earn roster spots. Should be balls out. Right, right. The, the, the Where effort, are the balls? The effort is the last thing. If we were sitting here talking about, you know, the Avs losing to Carolina tonight in a good game that's back and forth and they lose in overtime. It's like, yeah, wow, you lost to a good team. Your, yeah, your like, lineup's completed. They, but they blown the Tampa Bay game. You're like, look, that's a great right, team. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. It was a battle of heavy, like the stars traded punches yep. until the very end. Yep. You would have been fine. Like it would have felt bad, but you would have been like, look, this, this somebody had to lose that. Yeah. You know? Right. And, and right. instead you're like, it's fucking Columbus. Yeah. You, you managed to not take a penalty against a team that has to score on a power play. Yeah. Yeah. Like you gave up you gave up five goals to the Columbus Blue Jackets tonight. <laughs> At even strength. At even strength. Yep. It's unbelievable. It's just it's it's just a it's just a shutdown. It's just a mental shutdown. I, I just a mental shutdown is the great way to put it. I would like to mentally shut down right now, so I'm drinking Breckenridge Brewery, <laughs> the official beer of DNVR. You go get yourself some because it numbs the pain. Put the team on the back. Yeah. <laughs> How he running? Uh, Breck's great. Oh, Byron. <laughs> I got a broken leg, though. Great video. I still I do it for the team. Uh, eight different kinds on tap down at the DNVR bar. I'm sipping on a Broncos country myself right now. You can get at your local liquor store. Use the Breck Beer Locator online to find that. When you drink too much and need to pass out, that's when you hit up Snooze Mattress. Four-way mattress, all right? You've heard of the mattresses where it's like, ah, oh, you want it hard, you want it soft. They got that covered. I believe they call it Ooh. firm. <laughs> well, you know. I don't mind you town on yourself, but they call it firm, my man. Because I just don't think anybody watches walks into a mattress store to a mattress salesman and says, dog, I want it hard. Do you have a, do you have a hard one in here? They might not say that, but I have heard people say firmly grasp it. So, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. 
But not the point. They also have the option whether you're you like it warm when you sleep or you like it cool when you sleep. So they got when, temperature variants when you as well. Sleep was important to add there. When you look, maybe you're not sleeping. All right. Maybe you like it to be a sweatshop. Yeah, whatever you do on that mattress, yeah. you once you get it. Between you and the mattress. They give you the option and involved. you do what you want with it. All right? Snooze doesn't ask those questions. <laughs> Hit up Snooze Mattress. God, that they're, would be so offensive if they did. They're an amazing yeah. sponsor. They're here local Since to Colorado. <laughs> we, we've gotten significantly off track, but Snooze Mattress really does make great mattresses. You can check them out today at snoozemattress.com. Uh, they're, they're a great sponsor. Uh, <laughs> Rudy, that's the longest I've smiled all night. Thank you. Look, man, sometimes when you're in the hole, you got to dig deeper. All right? Oh, my God. It's the only way out. Holy smokes. Uh, anyway, check out Snooze Mattress. Check out Breckenridge Brewery. Also, consider signing up for a membership to the DNBR right now. Obviously, Jesse, Blaze on the show, AJ here. The only person we're missing from the team for the ad side of things is Megan, who's taking care of a lot of the uh, the Eagles coverage and things like that for us. So. Evan. 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 Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, a couch does not count as a person. So. Ooh. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Evan, too, of course, will be on the show sometime soon, I think. But, you know. Yeah. So tune in. My point is there's so many of us I can't remember us all. So we have a ton of <laughs> Avalanche coverage for y'all. Now's a great time to get a membership for the Avs and any any other coverage, of course. Uh, anyway, before I make anything worse than it already is, <laughs> let's get into the second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast here. Uh, I do want to hit a couple of positives for... Can I can, a before, little bit before here. we get into sure. anything that might make feel anybody fire feel off good, fire other, off other than whatever that ad break was. I don't know if that made people feel good, but it yeah. made people feel something. Yeah, yeah. I t- <laughs> finally I feel yeah. alive. <laughs> uh, I I just blaze blaze was pulling out a positive that hey they got a point and i think that's i don't i don't think it's a positive tonight yeah, i agree i mean i, think I, that I led I, him to I, that to be fair like, if, if you <laughs> look you guys are burying blaze and i was Let's like go. sell that positive point huh? if you if you look at it in like the big picture and you're like look all that matters is you just accumulate points you get enough points to get into the playoffs and then you go from there and blah blah, blah. sure the point is a good thing yeah but in the in the micro in the macro, it's great. In the micro, I think that it, it concerns me because I think it reinforces the mindset of they got away with yeah, that. Exactly, right? yeah. we You're got away it a false with positive. Yep. and yeah. it's it, it's very much like a, they it reinforces the attitude that they had when they got up to nothing, because they're like now they can get to the end of the game and say, well, hey, you know, had we not done that, we would have won this going away. All we've got to do is keep this effort up, right? And then and then they get into another game where they get a lead and they sit back and they get comfortable and they've done it multiple times now. And I just... I Scout's don't... honor. Scout's honor. The Avs go down 4-2 in this game and they can all tell you. I said, I hope the Avs lose this game 8-2. Yeah. So they learn a lesson from it. Well, and like... this is the thing is that they might have they might have been better served emotionally taking one on the chin instead of scraping a point that they didn't fucking deserve. Yep. But part of that's on the coaching staff as well. Like that's they've got to start sending a message now. Well, well I think well, they, they sent them. Yeah, I think they, they sent a message but, they, uh, but sending a message about with it. player personnel. They were they were down they were down 4 to 2 and they're rolling Kiefer Sherwood over the boards every <laughs> yeah. other shift. Yeah, seriously. And we talked about it. Shift, like yeah. they're down two goals 
There are six minutes to play in the third period, and you haven't seen Nathan McKinnon in a while. Like, we're sitting here, and we're like, and, and we talked about it. We were like, they are, this is this is the coaching staff saying, y'all haven't been good enough. Yeah. We're not going to throw you over the boards because you've played like dog shit tonight. We're trying to come back in this game, so we're going to go with the guys who've actually thrown, thrown some effort into this tonight. We're going to, even if we go down swinging with these cats, it's going to be because they're the ones who earned that ice time, not y'all asses. <laughs> and then, of course, when they made it 4-3, it was like, well, now we're all in again. Can't do that anymore. <laughs> you can't not with Nathan McKinnon. And then he tries to throw the game away from you. And it's just like, like that should have been like, and look, they win the next faceoff. They make the play. Byram scores the goal. Everybody feels sexy and good about themselves again. And then they get into overtime. And once again, brain dead hockey from your leaders. Screw you. It, they cost you that game. I, I actually they think. They cost you that game. After the 4-3 goal, I'm almost positive the Kiefer Sherwood line came over the boards for the next faceoff. So even at yeah, 4-3. I mean, to three, they couldn't keep them out there for four <laughs> minutes. No, no, no. But, no, but, right. but, but I'm like, saying even after, even making it 4-3, to three, he, Jared Bednar went back to that fourth line and said, you know, they're the ones who are skating right now. I mean, that genuinely, I would not have blamed Bednar after McKinnon made that horrible pass to Nyquist. <laughs> if, if they cut to the bench and he was doing the Patrick Waugh, <laughs> like, I would have been like, yeah, yeah. he just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd have been like deserved. Done, dude. Well earned. I and mean, that's, that is a, you want to know why homeboy wasn't going to be captain if Landy left in the off season right there. Cause he's emotionally stunted. He plays dumb hockey. All right. He I, gets, he gets into some of this. He's, he's always been a low IQ player and you see it in moments like that. There's plenty of greatness there. I mean, let's, there's plenty of greatness let's, there. Let's walk through but the this team. Was, this had, was, I mean, this was another example. It was just dumb. How many players on this team are legitimately high IQ players? I, you know, I, I don't want to do that because if we go through all of them and I call all of them dumb, I never get to I talk to any you. of them I again. Feel you. So we don't <laughs> have to go there. When it comes to Nate McKinnon, he already hates every but, member of the media, so I just well, don't so, feel as bad. So about let it. me let me flip the situation away from Nathan McKinnon. And we'll get to the positive stuff eventually, I promise. But we're in the room already. Nazem Kadri. Someone we had pegged early on for the king of the game. He had two beautiful assists to get the abs up to nothing. And then <laughs> his game just completely falls apart. There's everything about overtime is bad. Yeah. The, the, he, gets, <laughs> he finally get, he gets the puck. They're, they're the on abs offense. Have possession. They survive it. They survive losing the he face He walks off. in yep. and turns it the fuck over he walks immediately. In tries, a, tries a shot on goal that gets blocked and becomes a Columbus puck. Well, and yep. and, and even, you're just like... Even before it goes back the other way and he loses his man in their own zone. Yeah, that's a I called it out, different situation. I, like, like, where was I he in that? Right before... Yeah. Him and Comfort got crossed down low in Columbus's zone. It was almost a two-on-one going the other way. Columbus kind of fumbled the puck, so they were able to recover. And then he does it anyways. Yeah, and then well, he like, still just the, gets caught the, puck watching. The dude, yeah. the dude, whoever, I don't know who it was, but he fumbles the puck just inside the blue. Comfort closes on him. Right. And Kadri bails on covering Jake Bean at all. To, to seal the to, wall. Hold on, to hold on, hold to hold on. make a cute little circle. Like he just floats around like the balloon from, from it. And it's just like, so, what the f no, well, so, fuck are you doing? So conceptually, yeah. if he takes the angle correctly and just charges the man and takes the passing lane, I get it. But he doesn't check no. the man behind him at all. He just assumes the man is up the that, boards. That's, see, and, and 
because I, I, I agree with you. If, if he would have taken the right angle or whatever, but that you have to communicate. You yes. watch that replay. Yes. No one is saying a word to each other. And you know, with two guys covering one guy, even if Kadri makes the right angle on, or takes the right angle on that pinch, there's still a, a guy wide open in the slot that if that puck leaks through it all, you, you have just, a guy wide open. Kad you have to talk. Kadri cannot be guessing there. If he's going to commit right. to that, he has to know where the high guy you, is. You could so, even three. tell, by the way, that Comfer, like scrambled back to the middle that he turned, like he saw the puck float, turned, and then realized that nobody was there. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's just... Three on three is man on man, for, right? For, and for you right. have to communicate. Like, right. if, if you're going to lose your man, you're screaming switch. At no point should you have one guy wide open yeah. and two guys right. on and, one guy. And it's, yeah. It, the it's, part, if, if the puck is fucking, like in his brutal. feet and it's like a board battle or something, even and the dude and Kadri like hard commits to it. Genuinely, if he had just sent it and ran body first into the guy, it might have been fine. But he pulls up, <laughs> yeah. cut, cuts to the boards and covers nothing. Yeah, leaves it. I mean, leaves the, the center of the ice. He's just like. I guess I'll just abandon this. Like this he, isn't important. He literally looked like he was trying to seal like, the wall. What are you like, like, yeah. What are you worried about? Him chipping the puck back? Right, yeah. right. Like, fine. It goes out of the zone. Yep. Fucking let him. Yep. <laughs> Especially because in that what situation. Are you, what are you covering? I just. In that situation. It's always been this way. It's 3v3. They why People have always wondered. With their talent, why do they lose in 3v3? Because all of the guys that they throw out there make stupid decisions. Well, and, you want to blame Jared Bednar for some of this stuff, but it's like, dude, what the fuck is he going to say? <laughs> Don't do that, obviously. <laughs> what are you thinking? The video tomorrow, he should just roll tape, and he should stand in front of it and go, <laughs> What? <laughs> what? Well, and here, so here's my thing. So he's, so to your point, okay, you're trying to cover that pass going back. If you had your head picked up at all, yeah. you would see there's no one yeah, back there. Right. Look, there's no one back all. there. Take one peek. Right. Like. Take your eyes off the puck for a minute and take a look. Just take a look. And, and, and all of this is completely, you know, it's not even a conversation. I don't know what he's trying to cover there. I someone said, oh, he's, you know, he was maybe trying to like spring himself for a breakaway. No, he he uh, take care of the puck he didn't know what to do that. and <laughs> thought I'm gonna seal the boards and it was a disastrous. Yeah. He was like, I'm like, gonna I'm gonna be clever and he's gonna try and move the right, puck back right. to and him I'm, up I'm the wall. Be the guy there, yeah. And I'm gonna intercept it. And we're gonna have a two on one going that <laughs> and way. The dude, yeah. high and was in like, the process, he forgot <laughs> that other players have <laughs> eyes and brains and legs, senses and awareness <laughs> of what's. What's happening around them where the dude just looks at, I don't even know who it is. And he just, just goes, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to give it to my wide ass open teammate now. <laughs> oh, who happens to be in the most high danger area the, of the, the, the ice. part Kadri yeah. was covering, you know, the middle. Yeah. He's not there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what though? He's got the, he's got the bench door cover. <laughs> like it, it sealed it, baby. High like, scoring chances from that door. <laughs> what? Fuck, All right. The fact that, that, that combination Kadri and Comfort got crossed and there were guys wide open in, 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 both the offensive zone and the defensive zone at different points in that shift, there's there's a, a larger issue there. And and I don't know if that's frustration, them trying to force something, saying, hey, we're, we're going to get away with this or we're going to steal a win. And, and, and a couple guys that don't play each other and play with each other very at much. Yeah. Right, like, right. Like, I, I don't know what that of, is. Maybe some unfamiliarity there. I don't I don't know either. But, that's but, a good point, though. Again, all of that is solved by talk. Yep. If talk. you use your words... 
I mean, like you said, you switch, 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 switch. Yeah, that's all you're screaming at that. If you yeah. just keep and keep tabs right, on your right, guy. Right, right, right. <laughs> you don't need to yell at each other. You Even don't need before... to communicate. All you got to do is just be like, that's my guy. Right. That's your guy. No. That's your guy. Okay, we're good. All right, before we shout ourselves to death, let's, let's change, <laughs> change some gears. We got some super chats to get to here. Thank you very much, chat. We appreciate it quite a bit. Uh, first one here from James says, convince me that JoJo is an NHL goalie. Yeah, he's an yeah. NHL third goaltender. Yeah, yeah, this is like his role, and he keeps getting put as the abs backup goaltender because Pavel Francouz can't make right. it through yeah. practice or a game or anything. So, He's, go ahead. Go ahead. He, well, so here, here's my thing with JoJo because I was I was arguing <sighs> with with AJ and Rudo during the game. The fourth goal in particular, I, I saw the replay so a second bad. time. I didn't realize it hit him right in the gut. That's yeah, a bad it's, rebound. It's awful. Yeah. But but like for me on that goal. That is one of those ones where I don't just that goal in a vacuum. Forget the situation of the game. That's one where I don't fully put that on Johansson. I, I think there was a lot of I, there was a lot of too. see see and I I just I don't think that that's any one person's fault. Like I said the Avs make a bad change. Byron comes off the bench and start, starts he, coasting twenty five feet from but, the guy he's trying to chase. But down. he takes the angle on his guy, gives him an awful angle. That JoJo shouldn't give and, up and, a rebound. And again, like I said, the rebound after seeing the rebound a, a, a third, you know, second, third time, I agree. The rebound was bad, and, but like that's one where that is not. Well, multiple things are true uh, there. Yes, I, yes, the Avs could have played better in front of him, even on the fourth goal. Right. I agree, but the rebound was bad. Yeah, uh, and, I, yep. and then he shits his pants and somehow knocks a puck into his own net. That wasn't going to go in I anyway. think it went yeah, off the top yeah. of his pad and the knob of his stick, so I'm not going to fully like say that he put it in, but... But he put it in. <laughs> it but was, he was, it was the last one to touch it. <laughs> it was squirrely back there. He definitely put that one in. <laughs> it was the movement of... It doesn't matter if it hit it on the top of the pad. And, and you know... The movement of his pad right there forced the puck. Ah, Instead wow. of going wide, goes... It hit you and it went right. straight down. Oh, that's a fucking It wasn't going 80 miles an hour, though. Well, neither and, was that shot. Oh. And here, so here's the other thing on JoJo. I thought he was really good for two periods. Yeah. But, it's too bad that there are three. You know, it, it, I thought he was really good. It turns good out the was, most important hey, time for a goalie to be good is when the team in front of him is. He said, yeah. said like, convince you that JoJo's an NHL goalie. I, well, I, thought, like, I, thought, he NHL, I yeah. thought he looked like a legitimate we, NHL goalie for two periods. We, we said really nice stuff about him during the pregame show. <laughs> All right, next. <laughs> JT, thank you. Would you uh, would have losing helped? I think we kind of already covered yeah. that for the most yeah. part. Thank it you. Yeah, could have been. It could have been that, a good like look in the mirror, come to Jesus moment. But also, the Caps game was supposed to be that. Yep, right. So for them to come out and and like that was an entire sixty minutes of awful that yeah. they were atrocious. And, and that this well, not they played like a solid like eight minutes in the start <laughs> so of the second. <laughs> and to your point, AJ, like when you step back at the larger scope, obviously the point is always yeah, good in the macro. But, but, you you'll take points. But I'm actually I am glad that they lost because they were about to get away with just outskilling another team, even though they played yeah. poorly. And, <laughs> and even with their entire lack of skill in the lineup, they still almost outskilled. Right, them. right, right. <laughs> like the, they're high. The most high end skill guys almost did it anyway. Yeah, yeah. it's like uh, um, next. But yes. Casey, uh, uh, Bednar is not our guy anymore. Change my mind. Ooh, yeah, you change mine. Yeah, I disagree. Yeah, I still think he's the guy. Even even with AJ's point earlier in the I, show. Look, there are cracks showing. And I think that it's legitimate to wonder 
about the emotional fragility of the team in the locker room, which is part of a coach's job at this point. Well, and, and but it, 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 it's on it, the onus is on you in this situation. It, no. Well, he, he's he's gonna he has the rest of this season to actually make up everyone's mind. So yeah. if well, he can like, pull this team out of it, let's also see what happens with the hockey team when he's not playing seven Eagles. Yeah, right, that'll right, help. Right. <laughs> like let's let's be real here. He's working with half a deck. Well, and, yeah. and like there's still. Like we're not we're not we're not sugarcoating this. We're not making excuses tonight. No. We've we, this was it's, this was embarrassing. We've called out effort. We've called out coaching. We've called out low IQ hockey. We've done we've done all of the th- we've we've checked the boxes of being responsible and talking about this. But there is also the truth. This is a very compromised version yeah. of and, what the Avalanche and, yeah. should be. And with a compromised version. If you're going to call out the team and put it on Bednar that they quit for 20 minutes, does not Bednar get credit for the first 35 minutes of the game where yeah. they look like the better team? Does he not get credit for the last five minutes where they actually came back? Something right. that has been a consistent problem in his tenure and something that they've done a couple times already this year. We are like, huh, I wonder if maybe this year they finally have some of that late game magic. Yeah. Well, and, you know, he, he we were talking about it in the pregame show, putting Logan O'Connor with... Nazem Kadri, we said we thought was a move that made sense. And it Logan worked. O'Connor gets first, the first goal tonight. Yeah. So, yeah, so, uh, yeah I, I just I I can't get myself there. And even the people that talk about the second yeah. round exits with Bednar, I, yeah, I look I, back at I, those I, and, and it's like there are major asterisks with those well, first two that make they're, it seem they're three very different. Right. It's, yeah. it's the, the first one shouldn't they, have been there. Right, should, weren't expected <laughs> to be like, there. Like we're the eighth seed, and I say shouldn't have been there, but like. Did not belong in the next round. Yeah, right, by opinion, right. definitely would have gotten squeaked in, squeaked into them. Michael Hutchinson. Right, yeah. Michael Hutchinson's. You're and missing. Plus, you're plus, missing plus, plus, seven plus. start regulars yeah. from Game Seven. Still blew a lead in that game with four right. minutes to play. Multiple like, leads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's be real there. But then the one true like wow, they should have major yeah. disappointment. Also, it also happened to be also, against. <laughs> also in Dallas, like. Came back from three to one, right, and very nearly stole that series. Well, and, and before and they would have gotten, they were up in the third period, weren't they? Oh, yes, yeah. They, yeah. they were late in the third period for, for about seventeen seconds. seconds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and even yeah. the one this last year, where again, I, I still <laughs> still up. Yeah. You know, they still should have. I just don't like. Out. I don't like when people pretend they're yeah. all the same. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and, I don't and, like that's. It's so, it's so ridiculous to be like. Well, this context doesn't matter, and only the bottom line matters in this one situation as I use it to make my point. I have it on good authority that the ladies don't like it when they're all the same as well. So Manscaped, something interesting into your package. Hit up manscaped.com. Use code DNVR to get 20% off and free shipping when you get the perfect package. 4.0 from Manscaped. They got everything you need, both below and above the belt. Things like breath mints, face shavers, deodorant, whatever it is. It's not just about shaving your nuts. I am unsold on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Why? You think they like? Do you think the ladies like them all the same? Uh, I wouldn't. I, you'd have to ask the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Help me out, ladies. <clears throat> <laughs> Next super chat. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, John says, Jesse. Yes, he spells it this way. Yeah, Jesse. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yes. No I. Yes. Uh, welcome back. Have we even talked about it on six on five goals? Yeah, just kind of briefly touched uh, on it. Yeah, we didn't really get too too deep into it. Thanks for saying welcome back. Yeah, I, I mean the Avs have five six on five goals this year now. I think. Really? I know that. That's a lot. 
They got the one in the St. Louis game that actually counted. And then they had two against Washington. I, or not Washington. Uh, the ne- the other team. Tampa? Panthers? No, no, no. It wasn't Tampa. It wasn't Florida it wasn't either. F- where, there was another game where they scored two. I th- Maybe that was I was thinking of the Blues game. I don't know. Anyway, they have at least three. Because what was the third? It was, was, it, was the first one tonight six on five? I No, I don't think so. Okay. I didn't think so either. I didn't think he'd pulled him yet. Wait, wait. You're talking about the third goal? Yeah. Yeah, it was six on five. It, so they had two I, tonight. I thought he hadn't pulled him tonight uh, for the third one. I'm, I'm, no, yeah, I'm, three I'm, and four were both yeah, pulled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They were both pulled. So, yeah. Whatever. In any so they case. They have at least three. Doesn't, doesn't wait, matter. Wait, 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 what was uh, the other one? The, the, the Blues, they, oh, they had the oh, one oh, against oh, the Blues for yeah, sure. The one that yeah. did count. Yeah. yeah. Not, not, <laughs> not the, not the uh, uncounted right. one. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Jost, yeah. 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 Off yeah. the skate. Kicking motion. Uh, so, I don't know. Six on five, the Avs have been pretty good, but it would be ideal if they weren't yeah. six Stop. on five in the first place. <laughs> the, 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 the reason you were fine with them not being good at six on five in previous years is because they were never there. Yeah. Thank you for spelling my name correctly, by the way. Got him. Next. Uh, Heart y'all needed this venting session. Definitely some venting going on on the pod tonight. <laughs> no doubt about that one. Thank you, Eugene. And last super chat for now. There's two more. Oh, there's two more super chats for now. JT uh, rolled a second one on us ah, just now. Sneaking them in. Here's to everyone's hang. I I don't think any of us drank that much, really. But uh, I haven't had anything to drink all night. Yeah, so. you I was, never do. I was too frustrated. I, like the third period, so I was like, oh, maybe I'll have a beer or two. No, this they is, gave up a goal yeah. immediately, and was, it was like, <laughs> I don't deserve a beer anymore. This That's is right. like my third beer of the night, chat. I drank one during pregame and then one during the second period. But wow, sadness Bruto. hangover. I'm a drunk. Stop Tw- slurring your words. I'm a drunk. Uh, <laughs> you guys, I really got to go to the bathroom. I actually do really have to pee, so we should probably get this Just moving. Just walk off the show. We got a whole period left. Yep. Uh, final Super Chat. With a compromised roster, it'd be nice yes. to see Mac lead by example. And he didn't tonight, I yeah, think. Yeah. Absolutely. It would be great to see McKinnon actually step up and be like, I'm going to do this. And it, he started off that way, too. He, he looks from the jump. Yeah, I mean, he draws a penalty. Yeah. Like 12 seconds well, well, in. He, and, he, and it looked like he was actually going to have a like a dash down the middle of the ice. Yeah. yeah. Seven seconds in. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was not... Now, here's here's the one thing I will say about McKinnon. It's actually along the lines of what I remember actually, AJ, you and I talked about two seasons ago with Miko in the playoffs. I don't think McKinnon has looked great to start this season, and he's got nine points. Yeah, so he's still producing. That's, that's where you are encouraged, where it's like, okay, I think he looks bad and he's producing. He needs to yeah. get going, and all that will come with it. He had, he had, he had a, an assist... On the fourth goal tonight, on, on yeah, oh, he had 10, points. ten points. He had an assist on Byram's goal right after he tried to give an assist to Gustav. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the problem is that it's all with a caveat. They're trying to run their power play through him bombing one timers, and it's just not happening. Well, See, and and all of that's coming from the assist well, category. It, it's as not well. even. Yeah, yeah. And he's one got, goal, nine, I mean, and that's not this, McKinnon's game. Like, this isn't even necessarily well, he needs, it's both. Like. 
his highest point total seasons, it's he he was no. like forty and sixty. Yeah. Like he was right there, the, the right? Is, like thirty nine and the 60. thing is, I don't know <laughs> that it's thing. even it's not even always the low IQ problem for Mac that you brought up. Yes. No, he See, it, and, and, but and the majority it, it really only shows up He in, makes low like, IQ plays. Yeah, I don't think he's like, a low yeah, IQ player. It, it shows up in like three V three and then it shows up in a moment like that at the but, end where he just does something unbelievably dumb it's, because and, he's trying to be way too and, cute. And that's that's the point yeah. I want to yep. get to. Is the overarching problem isn't the IQ. It's yeah. Mac is trying to do way too much. So yeah. so he way yeah. too much. He this gives me point. he gives me the the vibes of everybody had that kid growing up on their team who was much, you know, he was the best player in the league, best player on the team and he'd score a lot of goals, all that stuff. You know, he or she would score a lot of goals and you'd get down and they would go I'm not going to pass anyone. I'm going to do this by myself. I'm going to be the one to, to tie it up. I'm going to be the one to get the goal. And then they start making dumb plays, trying to force stuff through. That, to me, is what Nathan McKinnon's issue has been over the last couple of seasons. And and we see it, it manifests itself a bit in the playoffs where it's like he's trying to like impose his will, but he does it in the wrong way. He can walk down that left side and rip a shot and impose his will that way and just rip one by Corpus Allo but you try to force one through to not Miko well, Rantanen? And 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 you So it's it, not it's not even just the pass. It's Right. He cuts off all options when he fakes the slap shot right there and he goes in for that wrister. And it's like his wrister is his best weapon that he's moved away from this year. Imagine that. He's having trouble scoring goals. Same thing that happened to him last year. He got off to a really slow goal scoring start because he just Got away from what worked. Well, he's spending all of his time up at the blue line, yes, getting cute. He's right. trying to he's trying to rip one timers like he's Ovechkin. Like, be who you fucking well, are, and, and, Nate. And that's you what are it is. special like, as you are. You don't need to be a different and a different snowflake. Sometimes be the snowflake that you are. Well, Wake up and look in the mirror and understand that your skills make you one of the five best players as they are. It's great that he's trying to round out his game, but you know. That's what practice is for. When you get into the game, you need to be who you are. Play to your identity. If there's a if there is if if there is a bigger problem here with Colorado lacking an identity, it's because their best player has lost his. Rounding out his game is a term that I think you should look at Gabe Landeskog for. Look at how Gabe Landeskog is effective. He doesn't do all this fancy bullshit. He just makes the play that you need to make. A lot of the time. And and before the the pass to Nyquist, there's another play in the third period. Yeah. As you mentioned, yeah. Nathan McKinnon walking the, the blue before. line yeah. where he's set up for a slapper from the blue line and he does a half clap fake one touch pass that goes errant and the Avs lose possession and of the puck. And Byram has already, because yeah. he's behind him. Right. Yeah. You know, he's on his forehand. Byram is behind him. He doesn't know that Byram has taken three steps yeah. in. He doesn't know that. And, and he's just like, this is going to be so dope. This is going to catch him all off guard. Well, and, Here we go. And, and he <laughs> fires this like weird missile at nobody. And you're like, bro, it doesn't and, need to be that. Right. It, this it does not need to be that complicated. zero reason to be that cute. There's yeah. just absolutely no effective reason that he couldn't have either A, just shot the puck, or B, caught the puck, looked, and made a reasonable pass. So, well, so two things, and I'm sorry, I'll yeah, be no, quick with both it. of them. There was one chat. I'm not saying that Nathan McKinnon's a bad playoff performer. I think he's the best playoff performer in the league right now. But when, I mean, when, when he gets his back against the wall, 
Yeah. He, he makes he makes bad plays. And two, so you're talking about his wrist shot, and I actually like McKinnon out at the point. Last year, he was so good at getting pucks through that were dangerous, yeah, and they were all they were, wrist shots. They, right, but they when they were working, it was one thing, but when nothing is... Well, no, but I'm just Change saying, it up I, a bit, man. I always... 100%. I always liked that high cycle, and I actually think yeah, that was think something that, that they messed with a lot of teams last year. They weren't looking to cycle down low and, you know, for passing lanes up front. They <laughs> that were cycling. high cycle, by the way, has taken over the NHL. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every team thinks Every, that they yeah. can do it now. And right. it's like McKinnon was able to do this because right. he has a really good wrister right. that he can get through traffic and he can place where and he, he wants. He can place it. And that's, and that's what I was saying. So, like, when I see him out high, I like him there, but I completely agree. Stop forcing it. Sorry, Blaze. No, no. I mean, it's the same thing. Like, it's, it's trying to be too cute. I'm not going to say it's just McKinnon out there that's right. doing oh, that thing. Yeah. No, 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 100%. This is not a Nathan no, McKinnon no, no, no. only yeah, yeah. problem. Yeah, yeah. For but, sure. Like, but tonight, like we we're just talking about that pass that he made at the end of the game, he's in the slot. Right, right. He has shooting lanes to shoot yeah. at, and he's trying to do too much with the puck. He had, and he had room cute. to walk well, and lane. And yeah. so like, they, they showed the replay, right, of the camera angle that's directly yep. behind him, and it's right on the angle. You can see where he has to shoot, and you can say, okay, I'm fine with him not shooting here because if he doesn't hit that top corner, he's probably either blocked or it's rimmed out of the zone. So instead, what the problem is they took three steps in. So now he's closed off his Destroyed outlet Destroyed every yeah. angle he's, he has. He's closed yeah. off the outlet up high to Pyram. He's closed off. There's nobody down low that he can get a puck to because the guy that's going to block the shot is now directly between them. So either Landeskog needs to rotate and move out a little bit, which he's not going to because he's yeah. trying to he's trying to either screen or tip or fight for a rebound. Like he's They're in pressing a fine the position. Puck to the net. Yeah. And then and then he sees okay, I've I've made this pass a million times to Miko. First of all, it's not fucking Miko. Yeah. Second of all, it's right to right to Gus Nyquist. It's right through three sticks, and he doesn't look. It's too cute. It's not good enough. It's it's lazy and it's soft and it's defendable and he got away with it, but it was the three steps in that really hurt him yeah. because he closed off every option he had. Right. Everything that made him dangerous, he took away himself, which is the thing that we talk about all the time. Nobody defends Nathan McKinnon better than Nathan McKinnon. <laughs> yep. He takes his own options away trying to get a little too cute yeah. where I'm like sitting here mad at him because I'm like, hey, Stop with the one timers, but at least with the one timer, he makes a decision and he rolls he, with yeah, it. He rips it on net, and he he rolls, and you let the chips fall where they may. It's something that I can live with. It's fine. Like I, I don't love it because he, it's not who he is. It's not his identity. It's not where he's been successful. But at least he's being decisive, and he's and he's just deciding. I'm gonna let my talent decide how this goes. But do you fine. Think but when he makes that play, he defends himself and he sets it up for Gus Nyquist to score into an empty net. <laughs> they just got lucky there. Yeah. They just got lucky. So, well, but you think when he takes those three steps, right? I know that the box is stacked. He puts that puck low, knowing that it might go off some players, but there's three abs players. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, and, 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 and if he shoots that, we're good. Yeah. Because and, that's where he scored how many goals exactly. from that exact yep. spot over the last yeah. four years. Yep. I'm fine with it. If he shoots that, we're good. Yep. Just don't try and pick that corner sure. where if you miss, 
You've cleared the zone on your own team. Yeah, and yeah, to add to sure. your point, Blaze, like it's not being a McKinnon problem. We all like jumped out of our seats screaming at Eric Johnson when he did oh, almost the identical God. thing on the opposite side yeah. of the wall. He even he took like two or three like running steps in, cocked back, and well, then just like peeled out. Yeah. I was like, what are you doing? It was a great feed, and they had speed driving the zone, and yeah. EJ just kills the possession yeah. by pulling and, up. And, like and, he just couldn't make a decision. Yeah. It was do I want to throw it at the net? Do I want to make a pass? Do I want to try and find a trailer? And he just goes, I'm not doing none of that. And now going back to the Nathan McKinnon thing, there's two things that I find funny about it. One, we were just talking about how the the shift before he makes a pass that was way too hard. And it's yeah. like, and then the one that you actually needed to put some zip on, you just kind of you float. float it zip through it, the, the sauce middle of the it, ice. Yep. Do something with it. Yeah. Right, right. Bop it, twist <laughs> yeah, it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, talking about the Eric Johnson thing, if Nathan McKinnon wanted to bail out of that shot, he should have done what Eric Johnson did and escaped to the wall and yeah. held yeah. that he room. That's like, yeah, the room. Wide making. open. You could easily just, oh, you took three steps in, curl back, right. take two steps I, I back out. I still wouldn't have liked it. You might it, be but, doing the cha-cha, but you still have the puck. Right, yeah. right. I, I wouldn't have liked it in the same way. I didn't like the EJ well, one, but you didn't turn it over it, for it, what and, should have been and empty. Compare, yeah. Comparing to the EJ one, the Avs are a set-up possession on McKinnon's, whereas EJ, they were right. a bit more on the rush. Right. Yeah. So if you it's curl back, way more you're still yeah. set up. Yeah. 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 Good job. You saw you the guy reopened outside. the Byram option yeah. up top. Yeah. Yeah, and and again, this is the funny part. Like, all that stuff gets forgiven because they tie it up, right? You know, in theory, within the course of the game. And if they win, I think we would still all be talking about that. Yeah. But that's this the part. This would still be a salty pot at the end. Right, right. <laughs> 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 no. It was going to be after, after they got down 4-2. There was no way yeah, we, this we, pod was going to be like. I even said, I looked at everyone and I said, if by some miracle they come back and win this, this is still a horrific yep. period. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Still a terrible yeah. period of hockey. So yeah. if you want meat less salty than this podcast. Hassle Cattle Company has true. legitimately tasty meats. Uh, true. Hit them up. You got tons of options, just like the abs. Leave your options open with Hassle, whether it be your uh, tomahawk steak, your bone-in ribeye. They got sirloins. They got the Wagyu beef burger. You cannot go wrong with Hassle. They got you covered top to bottom. Go to HassleCattleCompany.com. Use code DNVR10 to get 10% off your order. Use the code. It's a free 10%. Just use the code. I, all y'all are ordering all this hassle and not using the code. And I'm like, you're just giving money away. Right? So should we do a show where we get something from them and we can just we can actually do the show like cooking the steak no, right so here? Or do you want to go somewhere? No, no. We need to have Nighthawk come on and to the show. And she cooks for us. Yeah. And, okay, so and I just, do this morning show style where yeah. we talk about the abs while she whips up something delicious. <laughs> while so, she's wearing one of those... Horrific blues jerseys of hers. Yeah, hopefully it gets splattered and it's on like, and stuff. And, and like she cooks something delicious, we all benefit from it. And she's like, "Here's what you can so, make so with do, hassle." Do I just have to buy your slab of meat for that, or do we need to go somewhere for that? Can we maybe never? <laughs> the possibility of you ever purchasing any kind of my meat. He, he wants your slab. It is, it, is. Really, it is what it is. It's a yeah. slab of meat. How big do you want it? He, he needs do you a want slab it, of do, meat. Do you want it he's, hard or he, soft? He's looking for a hard one. Yeah. Good God, guys. Whatever it is, Hassel's got you covered. So check out HasselCattleCompany.com. By the way, DNVR cooking streams, I'm all about it. I'm all in on that. Uh, 
I want to do morning skate mimosas. I'm not really sure what the content would be, but I just want us to have an excuse to do a show. <laughs> I tell you, they don't have any like Sunday afternoon games. They have like one this year. Yeah. But that we should totally steal like the tailgate. To, uh, definitely. Where we definitely do a tailgate style show. Just get yeah. smashed just before the show. On mimosas <laughs> at 10 a.m. And they play at 1 p.m. And we're all just it's just gangbusters. And we just get through it. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's utter nonsense. In the bars, we're just like, blah, 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 blah. or if we have a that's Bruto. If we have a Saturday oh, where they're not, oh. where they're not Brew playing, bro. we can do our our Saturday, uh, our new Saturday thing we got yeah. going, and we'll just sit here and watch the games all day and just follow our uh, follow our picks. Ooh, the DNVR yeah. Smoke Show, I like that. Uh, okay, positives. King of the game, the man, <laughs> the myth, the boy, the legend. Positive. Bowen Byram. This is this is it, wow. Is it too early to say this dude is Calder material? No, like, it's no. the thing. The thing is, is you're looking at Bowen Byram. You're looking at Moritz Cider. Yeah, and you're like Moritz Cider is feasting on special teams. Yep. Like Lucas Raymond is getting by on shooting percentage. Like Bowen Byram is is now sitting at. I think eight points in ten games. I believe that's and correct. Yeah. You're talking about a guy that has. On a top defensive team, and I understand that there are problems in Colorado. <laughs> I get it. Just chill, dog. Bowen Byram has made it so that when this team is healthy defensively, when Devon Taves and Kale McCarr return, they're the best defense in the league. He's by still, a lot. Yeah. He is still a top four defenseman. Yeah. The fact that he has rocketed past a struggling Sam Gerrard is. A storyline that we have not really touched on at all because we're all very fond of Sammy G. Of course. We're all believers that it will get better and he'll get it together. But right now, Byram has rocketed past him. Is that and if that's a decision, if you're choosing between Eric Johnson or Sam, Sam Gerrard in your top four, you're probably taking Eric Johnson right now. And you're going left, right, left, right. You're going Taves oh, McCarr God. or Byram McCarr. And then Taves Johnson I, I, or Byram Johnson. I know McCarr is out tonight, but yeah. I don't know how you break up Byron no. McCarr. Like, I well, and we saw what Taves and McCarr did last year, where yeah. you're just like that pairing rocked it at like a 56 Corsi all year, which is unheard of, by the way. So it's like you only have good options right now. True. And the the thing the thing with Gerard struggling is that it's just you're you need he needs to figure it out. But I also think, hey, we've talked about him finding his ceiling a little bit. I think we could probably quell any of this top pairing stuff with Sam Gerrard uh, and say that he's... Roll he's, him into a hard three. He's a really, really good second pairing defender. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you want to call him a three or a four. Whatever, the role yeah. is the same. Yeah, yeah. It's... it's he's going to, I think, be a lot more comfortable when he's not being asked to do... This level of heavy lifting. He's only 5'9. He can't carry that much. So I think that when they get healthy and they can they can better some and this is the same thing that happened again in the series against Vegas. How can you better support Sam Gerard? How can you get the best out of Sam Gerard? It's giving him help. And I think that I think that that's where they are, but Devon Taves? Yeah. It's because <laughs> it's because Bowen Byram has played so freaking well to start this year. That this is even a conversation where you're like, ah, 
Taves could come back on the third pairing as they slowly work him yeah, back in. Yeah. Gerard could maybe go, go, get demoted, demoted down to the third let pairing. Let him find his groove, well, whatever. Right, yeah. Well, you try and yeah. let him find confidence against like third lines and shit. Like, that, this is all a testament to how good Byram has been and what a huge step forward it's been from the 19 games that yep. we saw last so, year where he lacked confidence. He was great defensively. He was great in recovery. He was great in transition. Lacked offensive confidence. Lacked moxie with the puck, which was weird because anybody that's ever watched him in the WHL knows that dude don't play. He's a monster. He's a straight-up killer with the puck, and we saw some of that tonight. Yep. Well, and, and, and even... Even if he was sitting at zero points, just the way he carries himself on the ice right now, he just looks night and day different from where he was at last year. I seriously remember watching him in those first couple games last season and just saying, this guy doesn't look like an NHLer yet. He, I mean, he, he looks like a top-pairing guy right yeah, now. Yeah, from last year, I, I, his thing, positioning yeah. was bad last year. And well, I, I think he's worked on that a little bit, but yeah, he looked his a little intimidated too. Roof. Yeah, he oh, looked yeah. intimidated last year. Like, but he's he's an, put on some weight, like a nineteen-year-old mm-hmm. finding his way, right? He's and man. he was still really productive. Yeah, he was still a guy that like, it was just offensively, you were Here, like, where is this from a guy uh, well, that that was supposed to be a big selling point when they the, the year they drafted him, he was the first defenseman in WHL history to lead play playoff scoring. Yep. Yeah, it, it like he's a guy who's got those well, kinds of and skills, and now we're seeing them come to fruition. We're seeing the confidence. We're seeing the skill, and it's it's not hard to dream. Where you're just like that plus his willingness to battle, his engagement, his competitiveness, his attitude. He is quickly becoming I, maybe the linchpin of them taking a next step yeah. as a team defense and from very very good to best in the league. To best in the league, but playoff good too. That's because of the way that he competes, because of the attitude, where they're not easy to play against anymore. Because you have to go out there and deal with Bo Byram, and that dude will dick you down at center ice. Well, and <laughs> and I think part of that atmosphere mantra around Bo and Byram that really makes him stand out on a night like tonight, when he decides to do something, especially with the puck, there's none of that cute bullshit. He says, I'm going to take the puck and I'm going to make a play with it. And he just does the play. He doesn't try and overthink it. He doesn't try and do something that's beyond his bag of tricks. Yeah. He just, he's the game time goal. He gets a puck up at the blue line and he fires a laser into the net. There's nothing fancy it's the about same, it. It's the same. Goals three and four are exactly yeah. the same. Yeah. <laughs> goal three got deflected and goal four just beat everybody. Right. It was just perfect. It was a perfect shot. And you're just like. That was a great shot. That fourth goal was a great shot. I mean, that, that's. That's the kind of stuff where you're just like, this This is what makes him easy to dream on. Yeah. Because you're like at 20 years old, is this really the best we'll see from him? Right, or right, is right, there right. another level? It's the same thing that we've been talking about with Kale McCarr. Yep. You just naturally expect that as these guys get into their careers, that there's another level, that they get better. Yep. And if that happens... And they're ever healthy, and they're ever playing well at the same time. <laughs> the Evs have maybe the greatest defense ever. If that I happens, mean, well, I mean, like it's, it's we're talking about the best defense in the NHL today, and then whatever they accomplish from there, we can is, see. But yeah, like, I was gonna say Sam Gerrard being a three or a four for you, kind of depending on where you are with EJ and where you know where certain things are. You're you're really 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 good, and yeah. you've done a good job of insulating. Sam Gerrard at that point, yep. where you don't have to expose him to the things 
that he has struggled with. And that's where you, you need to, as an organization, figure out his limitations and build around them. It, it really is, though, like this decor, if they're ever good enough and, and you know, they keep progressing, if they, you know, if they can carry this team deep into the playoffs, you seriously have the potential to start entering that conversation. Is, yeah, well, well genuinely. Is, is that yeah. one of the best, you know, defensive cores to ever win? Well, you're talking, you're talking, these guys are good. Like, they had two guys... In Norris contention, like in the conversation, nobody thought Devon Taves was going to win, but he picked up some down ballot. Down ballot. It doesn't votes change the yeah. fact that he's For a top a ten reason. defender in the right. league, yeah. and, right. and like, Guyton played a minute this year. We've kind of just accepted it because it's just it's Colorado's reality so far. But it's like that's not a small piece <laughs> when he comes back. <laughs> right. Not only because does he come back, but the absolute. Shit show that is Curtis McDermott oh. should leave your lineup. He should leave before that. I happens. don't. I. I was happy to be wrong about Val Nachushkin. Not happy to be right about Curtis McDermott. To be this yeah. right about Curtis McDermott feels bad. Uh, because you're like, I hope none of his family. I hope nobody is exposing him to any media around the team whatsoever, except the altitudes, who of course, like, won't say a bad word about him. But everybody else on planet Earth is like, you're getting walked. You're not hitting anybody. You're not coming close. You have no puck Honestly, skill. Dude, it's you're getting rocked two, two seconds. over and over and over in, in shot metrics. And they're there. I think the after like one, four and one two, with him in the lineup. Yeah, it's not good. Two like, seconds. We'll get back to this. I do. Just, I have to agree, Robert. Big D does hit it different. Uh, okay. I got it in. Okay. It's uh, fun. Uh, no, thank no, you for the, the super the, chat. The, the, the Curtis McDermott thing. Because I agree with you. Like I, I hope, I hope he's not seeing some of this stuff. But to me, this really is on the Hunter Miska level from last it, year. Like just watching him out yeah. there, I what? don't want to pile on him because he's not an NHL player. Like he's just not. He's but, not an NHL skater. What, what broke it for me tonight was scrum in front of Columbus's net. Curtis McDermott gets cross-checked multiple times and does nothing in the scrum. Yeah. What, was was that us that we were talking about that? Yeah. Last time where it's like. Okay, well, what are you doing? Yeah, you're, and the answer is nothing. Right. The answer is like, nothing. You get beat wide by he multiple dudes. I don't know what a Gregory Hoffman a is, but yeah. that guy danced you like high school prom, homie. He just—it was so hard to watch. And then you watch it on the replay, and you're like, "He's lucky he didn't straight up trip this guy." Yeah, because the recovery was terrible. Was so bad. An and NHL defenseman should not get beaten to the outside this like with this kind cleanly. of regularity. That cleanly. That cleanly and across Ugh. multiple games. Like, I, I honestly, yeah. I'm struggling Jesus. to think of a game that he's been in the lineup where we haven't seen a play like that. Where, like, he he honestly, I thought he was going to trip over his own feet trying to transition from skating backward well, and, to skating forward. And, I mean, the part that hurts is like, all right, you go down the line. It's like, all right, you accept that he's not really going to defend well. And then you accept that he can't handle the puck. And then you accept that he's not hitting anybody. And then... You're at the point where it's like now you're not doing anything in a scrum either, and it's right. like what? You Where's were supposed the line? To be, yeah, there was, there was supposed to be toughness. There was supposed to be right. grit. Yeah. There was supposed to be personality. There was supposed to be I'm here to defend my teammates. Blah, 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 blah. Where's Where's the machismo? Where's any of this? Yep. Right. Like it's instead it's it's he plays small and he gets beat big, and how can you continue to run him out there? Yep. At this I point, I'm longing, longing. For Kyle Burrows and Dan Renuff. Where art thou, Dan Renuff? <laughs> well, and, and honestly, would you not have been would you not have been better just rolling eleven and seven and throwing Jacob McDonald back 
Yep. Back yeah. on I have. I have. Blaze and I have been sitting here just going, just switch, just switch him. Well, yeah. I was going to say that's the other just thing. Just switch him. Yeah, because he's not not an issue if he's playing forward. When, like, when oh, he he's came not doing in, shit up there. They said that this is a guy that could play on the wing or on D. I, I don't get why you've got. Now, I, I honestly don't think Jacob so, McDonald's been like bad yeah. at forward, but no. but you Whatever. you said this about this guy when you brought him in. We like him because he can play. He can play either position. Dog piles. <laughs> Do dog <it>. piles <laughs> big enough. Let's move into final thoughts. I'm sure he's a. I'm sure he's a great dude. It's a straight up corpse heap. Like, at this point. Uh, yeah. I like it. <laughs> I'm sure he's super fucking nice. Like, I'm, I'm sure no, he's I awesome. bet you he's super fun to hang out with. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. Like, the, the, what, like, how much did I love Kevin Connaughton when he was here? And yeah, it's like the nicest and, guy in the world. And it sucks to be. Curtis like, McDermott would drop into man. your beer league and dangle every single one. He'd score 50 oh, goals a night in beer league. And, and, well, and like you would be like, this is the most physically dominant human yeah, being right. I have ever seen in my life. But he's not an NHL player. When you look at him in the NHL, he had, there's been nothing. Yep. yep. It's not like this hasn't gone well in Colorado and there were things elsewhere. Right. It, it didn't go any <laughs> it didn't go any better when he was in LA. He was horrific. All right. Bring it back into the team as a whole. Final thoughts, Blaze, what you got for me? Give me some good. Uh, I mean, or right bad. now, right now, I think what good they need bad. to do is send a message and start moving people up and down the lineup from the Eagles up to the Avs. Especially when there's injuries, let's do Bring it. Two, two blazes yep. point. Alex Newhook scored a shorty tonight. Martin Mikhail Kalt got hurt. Martin Kalt got hurt. Ugh. Mikhail Maltsev also that. scored again tonight. Maltsev now has eight points in six AHL He's, games. Yes. He deserves another chance. <laughs> he looked rough, though. It, it, it was the bad one game. in the NHL. It, it was did. the Caps game. But and it's so weird that, like, the fall guy for the Caps game, which I went statistically, I went and looked it up, the second worst game that they have played in the last three yeah, years. Yeah, I saw that. It, and, the Caps, just in yeah. general? Well, and the thing the, is, the like... The Caps game was their second worst game. That they've only had one other game that they got crushed. I didn't have to in. look that up. To know so, that. <laughs> I was curious. <laughs> no, I know. Like, we, there was a conversation going on in one of the thousand Discord yeah. channels I'm in about how bad was it. So I went and looked. It yeah. was bad. It was the second worst that they played. And Mikhail Maltsev was the fall guy for it. Well, And, and it was like, what the shit, guys? He was bad, and, but and he, the wasn't, thing, he, was. he wasn't the reason. The thing with Maltsev is I was okay with them sending him down after Same. that game. Yeah. But Same. the last four games he's played in the AHL, all four of them, you've looked at Maltsev and gone, what is he doing here? He's, he's better than this, this league. <laughs> this was a welcome to Colorado moment. Yeah. This was a reminder. You're not in New Jersey anymore. Yeah. There is a thing here called accountability, unless you're Sampo Ranta. And <laughs> you cannot, you cannot play a certain way and yeah. just expect to get away with it. We're not in the midst of a coaching change. We're not in the midst of a rebuild. We need you to show up and be at your best every single day or else you won't be here Unless that was a Middleton. hard lesson that they decided to teach him immediately yeah yep. and i think that depending on when he comes back how he takes that to that lesson i have full confidence that he'll be fine eventually i'm Same. convinced he's an nhl player this is not vladislav kamenev 2.0 because i think he's a better Sad. i think he's a better he's a functional fit. bottom six <laughs> yeah. i think he's a role player kamenev had to be in a certain role we, he didn't have the motor to be a bottom six player. I think I think Maltsev does. It it was just they they taught him a brutal lesson, in in like a very hard way. And it does make you wonder, like, how is Sampo Ranta just dodging all of the raindrops that every young guy has run under? Genuine, over the last few after years? tonight, too. After the first goal tonight, 
and I get it. It was that whole line's fault. Everyone, it, everyone screwed up. But it wasn't. But, it wasn't like Sampo Ranta didn't lose battles. Right. Didn't turn pucks over. Wasn't part of the problem. Exactly. Because he was, yeah. and he continues to be and, defensively right. without the, the offensive there, upside. He of it has now. zero points. Yeah. In nine games now. Yeah. And he's a liability defensively. Well, and and there's it's good nothing. for both parties, right? The Send them down, right? Get some confidence yeah. back. Start swap the field. Them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Maltsev, Maltsev, and and Sampo swap yeah. them. Yeah, or like, or new hook and yeah, yeah. I, like I, they're I, and either obviously and new. Hook. Genuinely, we're saying this on a podcast <laughs> where. We have financial incentive to keep Sampo Ranta on this yes. lineup and drop a Rambo Santa shirt. Sitting here yeah. waiting for a reason to drop. Oh, we had me and Eric had a conversation tonight about how it's not happening. That one isn't happening anytime soon. <laughs> doesn't it doesn't feel like it. Uh, but yeah, no. it's it, it. None of us want that. Like we all yeah, want. Of course, we want him to succeed. Right. But. Like we want we want the Simpo. <laughs> Where my simps at? Yeah, we want the simpo, but it's 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 just it's not happening. It's not getting better. Yeah. And we're having the same conversation. Yep. When when your eye test isn't any good and analytically you're getting obliterated. Although tonight was the opposite. He actually ended he up had on the positive on, numbers yep. for right. once. And yeah. then, but and, and like you look at Bowen Byram's our king in the game, and, and he, he got, got cratered. He was, yeah, yeah. He was, I think he was eight coursey four, twenty five against him, five yeah. five. It was he bad. Got, he got bombed. Yeah. But bow sexual shirt watch. But oh, no, that's no, great. that's dude. Our the the only the only thing is that there are there are complications. Yeah, I, but <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely like just like the concept of I, the bow sexual. The, the wordplay. Look, yeah. if you're happy being a bosexual, I'm all about it. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll go final thoughts. Or yes, do you, no, you want to go, go or am go, I go, go, okay, go, okay. go, go. <laughs> Get us out of here. Um, you know, I I, I still. I have a ton of faith and confidence that they will get on the track they need to be on. Um, a bad game tonight. They were on, not a death well, well, they were on the track they needed to be know. on for the first 35 minutes of this game. Yeah. Like, I just mean, like, even even the games they've won early in the season, they just haven't looked it's been sloppy. right. Yeah. And, and, and I have full confidence that they will, and they'll start getting back healthy, and they'll start feeling good, and guys will be gelling. Um, but I, I, I do, I think this is another early season lesson for them. I said it the other, the other night on the pod, uh, you know, marathon winners never lead the first mile. So if, if you are, if this is where you are easing into this and where you're trying to catch your stride and stuff, I'd rather you do it in the first 10 games than the last 10 games head into the playoffs. Yep. Great take. I'd love to elaborate on it. AJ, you have 17 seconds before the camera dies. We're good. Bye. <laughs>